Hello and welcome to One Star Bazaar, where we review the movies critics hated in search of the unfairly underrated. This week, for our penultimate episode of the season, we review the runner-up in our Twitter poll, The Happy Time Murders, a movie that puts a twist on the buddy cop genre. We've seen it before with dogs, kindergartners, geriatrics, and even dinosaurs, but this time... It's puppets. <laughs> Happy Time Murders was directed by Brian Henson. Just in case you were wondering, yes, he is the son of Jim Henson, because again, these are puppets. <laughs> it was written by Todd Berger and D. Austin Robertson, released in theaters August 24th of 2018, and this movie stars Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Banks, Maya Rudolph, and a lot of puppeteers. The synopsis is as follows. When the puppet cast of a 90s children's TV show begin to get murdered one by one, a disgraced LAPD detective turned private eye puppet takes on the case. This movie has a 24% on Rotten Tomatoes, 27% on Metacritic, and liked by 78% of Google users. Some of the reviews we found, one was from Scott Marks of the San Diego Reader. He said, The connoisseur of filth within me is pleased to report how wonderfully nasty much of the felted proceedings here are to behold. So, a fairly positive review, I think. Is it? <laughs> I think it was. I don't know about that. <laughs> the next one from Soren Anderson of the Seattle Times. He said... In Happy Time, Jim Henson's son seeks to take puppetry to a whole new level. Too bad that level is the sewer. Muppetry. Muppetry. Muppetry to a whole new Sorry, level. Sorry, Muppetry. Uh, Chris Nashawati? Yeah. Sure. Of Entertainment Weekly said, Mostly it feels like a promising idea poorly executed. So, not, not great phrase there. We're going to go ahead and stream it on Showtime and come back with our review. But in the meantime, please enjoy this quick message from our friends at the podcast, Everything I Learned from Movies. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Tonight. Like every night, we bring <laughs> you questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you. As well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? Eh! <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies, and uh, is he talking about BJing? Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? <sniffs> Woo! My top! We are back. And we have seen the Happy Time Murders. So thank you, people who voted on Twitter for that one. How would you say the acting? No, stop. Nope. Stop. Stop there. Okay. I want to do this backwards from our normal questions. Backwards. To get into this movie. Okay. Do you regret watching no, no. this movie? Because <laughs> then they don't have any reason to listen to the rest of it. Okay, you can save that one to end the end. Here. Save that one to the end. Okay. Okay, let's go backwards starting with, is this movie engaging? Okay. Because here's the problem. This movie is not a good movie at all, but it is engaging. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> no. Continue. Okay. Okay. 
Here's the problem with this movie. This movie is a comedy, right? Yeah. Kind of? I mean, Do you feel like it was of. marketed or billed as a comedy? Do you expect it to be a comedy, considering I, okay. it is a cop movie with puppets? Okay. So, I do feel like they marketed it as a comedy. However, I feel like that was a mistake. This is not a comedy. It's not. Well, okay. There it, has no, funny no, no. moments. Let me rephrase. This is a bad comedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is a comedy. I think it tries to be a comedy, but they don't actually have any jokes other than, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we watched puppets do really gross, like, X-rated things? Do really gross things and also be really racist towards puppets. Basically, be really raunchy. Okay. It's like they watched the sketch from Chappelle's show back in the day where they had puppet where they made fun of Sesame Street and they were like they got the wrong message from that and they were like oh that's funny and it's funny because it's puppets doing crude things which is not what made that which we have funny. seen before in Team America World Police but that was actually funny were, like, it, it was funny had, but I mean, it was puppy puppet puppies <laughs> we have a new puppy she's on the brain um, puppets doing raunchy things and action things. Right, but also, but, like, with jokes. And yes, like, there funny were dialogue. Jokes. This movie... <sighs> so this movie is a murder... Like, is a... Okay. Let me back up here. Okay. This movie is a mystery, right? This yes. Movie, this is a hard-boiled detective, film noir-style mystery detective movie. Yes, much like last week. <laughs> We yes. are doing a film so, noir mystery movie with puppets. And spoiler alert, next week we're also going to watch a mystery. <laughs> so we just so last week... This I, has become a murder mystery no, podcast. No, it has not. <laughs> last week in our episode, I decried modern kind of detective movies and said, you know, there's so many cop mystery procedural shows, whodunit type, you know, villain of the week, mystery of the week, what have you, on TV, that it doesn't really work as well for movies, or like, movies have to try harder. But, guess what? We're still gonna keep <laughs> watching a couple of them, because we really want to. So, last week, so the weird thing about this movie, as far as the reason I want to bring it, is it engaging? The mystery itself is actually pretty decent. It is. It's it is. It's just that the actual like rest of the movie sucks. <laughs> so I guess now let's move back into our our regular kind of order of you know so the well the acting. So okay, so we, we have the the voice acting of the puppet characters. We have the puppetry of the puppet characters. And we have the human characters. I would just add, voice acting and the puppetry is one and the same. Because the fact of the matter is, the voice actors of the puppets are all the puppeteers. Are they? They did the yes. Sesame Street style? Yeah. Not in like... fact, many of them are people who work on Sesame Street. Right. <laughs> like, the guy who voices Elmo is yes. one of the puppet Clash. puppeteers in this movie. I only know because I watched that documentary. So, um... Okay, and then you have the human characters. The humans, so obviously. Melissa McCarthy, Stanley from The Office, Elizabeth Banks. Yes. <laughs> um, so, okay. I don't think that any of the acting was necessarily bad. 
Sure. I think it was fine, as usual in the movies we watch. They work with what they're given. Right. I also don't necessarily think the story was a big problem, because like you said, the murder mystery portion of it is entertaining. Um, when we jump into the movie at the beginning, you were like, oh no, this is a bright scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Where <laughs> we're, okay, this is Los Angeles as we know it, but oh hey, there's also puppets. Right. So when we watched the movie Bright, which is a Netflix original with Will Smith, and essentially a fan, a world that's our modern world, except with fantasy creatures like mm-hmm. orcs and elves who represent in that world... The, the elves are kind of the 1% elite rich class, and then the orcs are essentially the most downtrodden minority group that exists in that world. Right. Here, we have the exact same scenario, except it's puppets instead of orcs being downtrodden. Right. Like, they literally watched Bright and said, oh man, that was a great idea, but let's <laughs> do it with puppets well, now. Well, here's the thing, though. <laughs> They've been doing this since the 70s. Okay, go on. Right? You've got the Sesame Street movies with Follow That Bird. You've got the Muppet movies, Muppets Take Manhattan, The Great Muppet Caper, uh, Muppets from Space, uh, Muppet most Treasure recently Island. The Muppets, we're just gonna Muppet name Treasure every Island. Muppet movie? I love the Muppet okay, movies. Okay, I love them too. But in those movies, there are people. Yes. And there are puppet Muppets. Yes. Puppet Muppets. Yes. And they coexist in this universe. But you never get the sense watching, like, the Muppet movie that a bunch of people are essentially, whatever the term would be, racist against puppets. It's true. Because they're geared towards children. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas this is the, you know, alternative, like, oh, hey, what if we have this world, but it's for adults. Sure. So, theoretically, this, I mean, except for the fact that they call them puppets instead of Muppets. I feel like it could be part of the Muppet Sesame Street sort of universe. Yes. Okay. So it's right. not that weird Except because they, we grew up with that. They do call them puppets though. Yeah, that's yes. what you said. They do call so, them puppets. Because they can't call them Muppet. I mean, they can't even call the Sesame Street uh, things Muppets, things Muppets <laughs> anymore. They're monsters, specifically. Yes. So. But what I'm saying is, I, I didn't have that problem in Bright. And I don't have that problem here because, again, we grew up with the idea of humans and puppets, Muppets, whatever, coexisting in the television movie universe. Sure. Do you think that if Muppets magically came into existence right now, we would all be racist against them, though? I mean... Like, would they exist as a separate class? I mean, aren't, I mean, you it's know, the same thing with, like, aliens. Like, if aliens were to come invade Earth, it'd be like a District 9 scenario or like a, what was that terrible one? Star-crossed scenario. It's a TV show. Not great. Um, where, like, they are second-class citizens. They're basically, they live in, like, slums, and mm-hmm. they're not part of human society. They are other, in quotes, because that's a big thing in cinema. Maybe maybe the thing I didn't like about it was that they were very on the nose and they drew attention to it right off the bat where he's like, oh yeah, people aren't racist against other people anymore because now they can all hate us puppets. And it's like, really? Do you really need to (laughs) come out and say that? Yes, that's for the (laughs) dum-dums. You can't infer that. So, I think we both agree. We don't so much have an issue. When it comes to the writing, we don't have an issue with the story. We have an issue with 
the writing of the story. Yeah. Like, the nitty-gritty details, the dialogue. As far as the acting goes, I just want to say I'm curious how much input Melissa McCarthy had. Because I think she has her kind of same old, like, raunchy um, shtick where, you know, there's a lot of... I don't know if it was ad-libbing, you know, where they're insulting each other yeah. and using whatever. I just... You know, you know what it felt like. Honestly, it felt like her character from Bridesmaids like right. moved to exactly. That city it just felt like they were like, "Oh, Melissa McCarthy, let's just get her." Because they made a lot her. of jokes about her looking, you know, more more male, or and then her just being kind of crude and obnoxious and kind of like socially inept. I mean, I do think she's funny in a lot of the movies I've seen her in. She's made a lot of bad movies, for the record. Many of them are on our list. <laughs> but, um, I just, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't feel it from her, like, as far as the acting. Yeah, it wasn't it, really great. Yeah, it did, it did feel kind of stiff. And another thing that I kind of want to talk about with the writing, too, is I'm curious how much free reign they were given yes. to just improv That's and like, what I'm at, yeah, yeah, like here's, here's this, here's what we need to happen in this scene, but just kind of say stuff. Right. <laughs> to but get that to happen. None of it was that like clever, unique for me to be like, oh, you know. Yeah. Like. It was all just like yeah. her saying stuff to other humans, disparaging puppets in general. And then the puppet. Being detective like guy yours. just kind of being like, yeah. oh, this sucks. Like, yeah. you know, mumbling to himself about how stupid the people are. And yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> did this movie do anything well for you? Right. We already said it's actually a decent mystery. So I guess how it's not a very original better? mystery. <laughs> it's not a very original mystery. Basically the plot is, so our main character puppet it's like, isn't it like 10 Little Indians, the Agatha Christie story, where like people are basically trapped and they just start dropping one by one and you're trying to figure out who the killer is? Was that Agatha Christie? That was, yeah. Wow. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta check this out. So. For once, I'm coming in with the deep insight. <laughs> so yes, Agatha Christie, it is kind of similar to that idea. Um, also with this concept of a tauntine, or a, I don't know how, tauntin, which is essentially a financial type of thing where, uh, the surviving people get paid out a larger and larger share as people drop off. Right. To where the final person will then be paid out. The... Doesn't that happen in the House on Haunted Hill? There's too? a lot of, it's a very, actually a yeah. common <laughs> element of like mysteries from back then where you now, someone has the incentive to kill the rest of the people in the group so that their interests get the money. Right. Of course, the, I don't want to spoil anything. Well, see, I'm torn because this is not a good movie. Like I want to spoil it because I'm like, don't watch it. Like it sucks. But the mystery was actually decent. Like, who... <laughs> the whodunit <laughs> who portion. part was like, oh, huh, yeah, okay. And it didn't come out of the blue as much as it did in Holmes and Watson, where we were like, what? Right. So the thing <laughs> is, they give us all this backstory, and then there's... 
as they give the backstory, you think they're giving the backstory just to explain the backstory, but then you find out really, oh, it actually is important in this totally other way. Yes, it's relevant. Which maybe that ways. even gives away too much. But, <laughs> you know, who the killer is and why they're the killer, they're like, oh, okay, it all makes sense now. Yeah, they did do a good job with that. But the problem is the rest of the movie is not good enough to make it worth it, right? I mean, I didn't hate it. I... I kind of enjoyed, like, the ridiculous parts where the cops are coming on the scene of the grisly puppet murders, and right, there's like just fluff. fluff everywhere, and they're all, yeah. like, <laughs> holding back the vomit because it's so gross. And, and then, uh, okay, so, but then, yeah, the rest of it is just, like we said, it's just kind of this gross out, like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if, if puppets, like, had to prostitute themselves for drug money? You know? And the drug is sugar. <laughs> right. Yes. Or wouldn't it be funny? What I think what's most ridiculous about it is... So, you have these, I guess, washed up ex-actors of this very popular TV show. Right? Which? Which is now going into syndication. It doesn't make sense to me, one, that these all these ex-puppet actors would all end up in these really bizarre situations. My theory is because puppets are so widely hated in this society, is that, like, they weren't able to get other jobs. Except maybe the one who whitewashed himself, basically. Like, he made himself look less puppety. Like, he got, like, a nose job. He got, right. like, he lightened his skin from blue Bleached to more his, white. Yeah. And tried, in the yeah, and basically, try, yeah, tried to look more human. But yeah, so I think maybe he was kind of the more successful one because he had like fans and humans coming up to True. him, being like, "Oh my gosh, I love you." Whereas True. the other puppets just wound up. He's the guy who's like been dirt. still trying to slum it as an actor in Hollywood yeah. and get other parts. We assume. Yeah. But like, then you have one of them goes and becomes like a gangster drug kingpin. Like what? Yeah. One of what? them is literally just. A drug addict. A drug addict <laughs> That's who's homeless. offering to give felties. You can imagine what that means, you know, for for 50 cents. <laughs> uh, then you have, like, a couple that kind of just went off and, like, went all prepper, yeah, weird like dooms yeah. doomsday on the it. Desert. <laughs> the other thing that didn't make sense to me is, like, the cops in this movie are so bad at their jobs. Because the minute they connect... This idea that, hey, the cast of this TV show is being murdered. Like, you wouldn't... They would immediately contact them and put them in, like, witness security, protection, whatever. Right? You'd think... Well, they wouldn't be like, oh, let's go see them. First of all, oh. they are disinclined to believe it's, like, a serial killer. Or that it has anything to do with the show, basically. Okay. They're like, oh, that. just That's random, weird. like, deaths. Yeah, so weird. Well, after it's, like, the third one, though. Because like, one, after... it looks like a robbery. The second one, it could be... Oh, um, it's, like, a it's like dog attack. Feral dog attack, yeah. right. So, like, they're not thinking murder. They're thinking, like, oh, it's just a weird, you know, coincidence yeah. thing. But once, once one of them... Okay, once the... I'm just going to say it. Once Elizabeth Banks dies in the car bomb... And she's a human. Yeah. She's the one human member of the cast. Like, then they kind of take it more seriously. Oh, and they're like, well, oh, yeah, we have 
three, you know. That's the commentary of then. Right. Then. They take, that, yeah. They take it seriely because the it's a rich, human and they didn't care that it was a dies. puppet. Right. So. Well, she wasn't rich. She was a stripper. Hey, lots of strippers are rich. That's true. Strip on the side for extra money, you know? Okay. By the time they go out to visit the prepper people, right? Yeah. I'm like, why, why are they, why is this even possible? Why haven't they dragged them in and like said, we're going to protect them from being murdered? Okay. Because they, every time they show up to, they're like, let's go talk to the next person. Oh, now that we're here. Oh, now he's getting murdered. Oh, let's go yeah. talk to the next. Like okay. It's a, because first of all, then you don't have much of a story. Second of all, in these types of movies, you can't ever trust the cops. Well, and also, <laughs> they, it, you know, the killer is making it look like the yes, our main character, yeah, PI guys. Right, or the main character framed. is being framed. Yeah. So it makes sense from the killer's viewpoint. I'm not arguing that. The killer's logic is sound. The cop's logic is terrible. The main character, like, they shouldn't have the chance to just wait and be like, oh, let's talk to the next person. Okay, tomorrow we'll talk to the next... No, like, they should all... You see what I'm saying. It's just bad. I, you're applying logic to a world where puppets, where puppets and humans I, coexist together peacefully. I and know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The sex scene in this movie. Okay, I was going to ask you about this. Is it more or less awkward than the one in Team America? Do you remember that one? It's less awkward. It's, that okay. one, because that one, that one was first, like that one's graphic. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. This one. Okay. The problem with this one, I actually described it to to a coworker because I was saying, "Oh yeah, this is the movie we watched this week for the podcast," and she started laughing as I was basically like, "Yeah, some Muppets having sex," and then he like, it's essentially silly string that it, he's spraying all over the room, right? Yeah. She was laughing, and I was like, it's funny that you're laughing because you're actually laughing more at the idea of it. You would not be laughing this hard actually watching it. I mean, maybe you would. But, again, it's funny in concept, but then in execution, there's not really anything more than just the, oh, that'd be funny if this, if this crude thing happened. With yeah. Puppets. I feel like it, like it was cringy. Like, I don't think it was funny. It was just like, Well, plus we knew it was going to happen because it was in the trailer. This? And was so it, it wasn't. Yeah. I didn't want to watch the trailer. I don't think. <laughs> I think there might have been a red band trailer. <laughs> Maybe that showed, like really adult stuff. But yeah, I, I don't know. There's plenty in this movie that, and then the yeah, and then there's just like weird, awkward stuff, like when the the PI guy goes to investigate the, you know, his the 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 dame's case. Like he's got a yeah. Um, he At goes the, to a CD adult movie store yes. where they're shooting a video, like in the lobby. It's on the lobby. It's, it's in the back room. Sorry, There's behind a curtain. curtain. The curtain is yeah. It's very weird, for sure. <laughs> that actually, I thought was funny. Yeah. The idea that yeah. But it just kept going. Well, like it's funny if you see it for like a split second, but then it's like, oh no, it's like a minute of screen time of just weirdness. An octopus milking a cow. Yes. Sexually, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So watch this with your parents and your kids and <laughs> everyone imaginable. Everyone will love it. So I feel like, okay, can you put, so besides the, the overarching mystery at the heart of this movie, did it do anything else well? I mean... 
Not really. Okay. <laughs> it didn't explain, it didn't world build well. It didn't zero world build. There's like a sentence. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, thing. imagine the world and there's puppets. There you go. <laughs> there's your world building for you. Like, what? Okay. When, I mean, even it's confusing because he's like, oh, nobody, you know, different races don't hate each other. Racism isn't here because they can all hate puppets. Okay, so then did puppets magically show up at some point? Is there like a, you know, do we have a new era for time, you know, before puppets and after puppets? Like, <laughs> kind of thing? Was there a total eclipse and then puppets? I, I love that every time we have a movie like this, like, his brain just breaks. <laughs> like, he cannot, he asks too many questions. He it can't just accept it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He can't just accept it. He has to come up with some sort of logical or plausible explanation of why this world exists. And it's so funny to watch. So, okay. So didn't world build well. <laughs> the dialogue was... Meh. It was just boring, generic, like, you know, oh, my idea of how cops and detectives talk in these sort of you know, stereotypical scenarios, right? Right. And also, one of the other things I don't think it did necessarily well was, so they do unpack why Melissa McCarthy and the puppet PI don't like each other. Right. So they used to be partners. That's not, like, a secret. I think that's in the trailer. Yeah. Um, but they break down what happens to make them at odds with each other, but it really does not explain why she hates him so much. That's true. Like, I mean, essentially he Let's saves explain. her life. Well. After putting her in danger in the first place. Yeah, so essentially it's a hostage situation. He's like a top marksman. And he chokes and misses the guy who's holding her hostage. Yeah, so she gets injured as a result. And we're not giving anything else away. <laughs> and she accuses him of basically missing, missing a purpose. A purpose. Yeah. So there's this whole, oh, you know, puppets look after their own. Puppets won't kill other puppets. Therefore, puppets can't be police. Yeah. Which makes but no it, sense. And it also doesn't explain, like, why she jumped to that conclusion. Right. Like, it's very, like, he literally just, like, moves his head at the last second. Like, I think he would have hit him. You weren't paying attention. No, I do. No, <laughs> I, I think it's just a matter of he choked. And it's not that far-fetched that people choke in tense situations. True. I mean, when, you know, a quarterback throws an interception in the Super Bowl, nobody goes, oh, clearly he, you know, went to Vegas and bet on the other team or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, clearly there's some, the, there's some scandalous there's corruption various. going on here. No, it's just, yeah, people choke. It just happens no matter how good you are. True. So, no, you're right. And even if he, whatever, that's like, why would she hate him? Yeah, she just purely, openly just hates him. And he's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a depressed, stereotypical detective who's an alcoholic and has a seedy, you know, an office yeah. in, the, in the shady part of town. Yes. So, so you're not recommending this movie to anybody. No. Do you think it's a one-star movie? Okay, if the mystery... Yes, by far. Okay. <laughs> if the mystery had been garbage, I would be like, this is one of the worst movies we watched. <laughs> Honestly. Like, there was nothing... 
that's why it, that's why it's so weird to me that I it still found it engaging. I still found it interesting enough only because they didn't they had one decent kernel <laughs> of an idea for how they were gonna construct this whodunit. So here's what I'm gonna ask you right now. So if you kept the same basic film noir mystery premise. Yeah. Okay. Could they remake this movie with just puppets? Yeah. Could they remake this movie with just people? Yeah. And it would be good. It could be good. I mean, is there, you're asking, is there a good movie in here somewhere? Yeah. Eliminate the, the weird, nonsensical human puppet, no world building, um, scenario. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, you could have a decent mystery. I mean, just make just making it about race, you'd have the same tension as far as the between the cops. Yeah. You could even have a, it turns out that the character had a connection with the guy that, you know, like, grew up on the street. And that mm-hmm. was, you know, like, he was the gangbanger who ran with the main character's older brother. And, you know, he, he they have a history. Yeah, it's like he hesitates. And, for like a yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why he, he choked. And then, of course, that calls into question his whole thing. But at the same time, you're not going to have, like, a, oh... Clearly, therefore, we can't trust them to be cops because they want... Like, that was so nonsensical, right? Yeah, it like, makes sense. They literally, in the story, they made a rule slash law, whatever you want to call it, well, where, like, puppets can't be cops anymore okay. because this guy had the yips. So, to compare this to another movie, okay, Zootopia... Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. So a in, good movie. Yes. For the record, Zootopia is good. So in Zootopia, Judy Hopps is like the diversity hire. Like yes. she's not supposed to be a cop. Small little prey animals are not police officers. They're not intimidating, right? They're yes. not intimidating. So she is put through all these like tests and whatever to see if she can become a cop. Okay. Yes. And they do that very well. <laughs> but yes. in this movie, and and there, there's never any like huge prey versus predator like oh yeah you're just a stupid prey animal like mm-hmm. I, uh, they don't they don't do that this is gonna sound weird but along the same lines there's the episode of rick and morty where they're in like the citadel with all the ricks and all the mortys oh, yeah. and you have like the nefarious morty who puts all these things into power because it allows a morty to seize power yeah. and mortys would never have power right that's the thing with zootopia that's not the thing here right. with this. And so... No, I'm just talking more no, no. about the the police the, force the, yes, aspect the scenario, of it. Yeah. The, the setup of it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think... But instead of, like, you know, kicking butt at her job like she does, he kind of biffs it. Right. Because if Judy Hopps wound up not being good at her job, don't you think they would say, like, oh, yeah, see, we tried it, and, man, prey animals just can't be cops. You're probably right, but they don't think they would... Like, there wouldn't be a rule. Society <laughs> wouldn't make a rule that says, hey, you're not allowed to even try anymore. It would just, the next person along would have a lot more prejudice to overcome. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Setting aside the actual, like, weird puppet <laughs> dynamic <laughs> that they wanted to bring into this, it's obvious that Brian Henson just wanted to do something like out of left field and say, Hey, you know, I have all this 
you know, experience working with puppets and, you know, my father and the workshop, all the people I've grown up, you know, working with, right? Mm -hmm. And the Muppets and Sesame Street, it is made to be family-friendly kid stuff. Mm -hmm. And I actually do applaud them. So maybe this is one thing they did well. I applaud them for trying and saying, you know what? Let's make something like that, but for adults. Yeah. I applaud um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone for making Team America the way they did. Yeah. Because... Just because they used, like... Like marionettes. Marionettes (laughs) for that. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's a cool idea, especially when you have generations, like, you know, millennials, etc., who grew up with something and now we're adults. Mm -hmm. And so it is kind of cool to say, hey, you remember that from your childhood? Here it is for you. Like, so, I mean, Transformers. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, like, a lot of these big, dumb blockbuster movies have been made because it was like, hey, Gen X, Millennials, Gen Z, whatever, what have you, hey, remember this when you were a kid? Well, now you're an adult with disposable income, and also you can share it with your kids and have a cool family, you know, action bonding movie experience. Mm Mm-hmm. Here you go. Like, we tried to do with Dark Crystal until we realized it was, like, Dark Crystal Game of Thrones and, like, terrified our children. (laughs) Yes. I mean, our children are very young. Yeah, very young. Like, it's not (laughs) like it's a problem to watch with, like, an 8-year-old or 10-year-old or whatever. Um, No, and and obviously they said, you know what, we're going to make it, but it's not going to be for you and your kids. It's just going to be for you. And I'm okay with that. If they came out with, like, uh, a really edgy, dark, good version of some of the things I grew up with, like Ninja Turtles or He-Man or, you know, whatever... I'd be cool with that. If they were yeah. like, yeah, no, this is a dark, this is the Dark Knight version of He-Man. I'd yeah. be like, cool. Well, and I think, it. I think lately, I mean, obviously South Park was so successful as an animated show for adults. Yes. And, you know, now you do have more of that coming around, but it really hasn't branched out well into movies. So they tried with Sausage Party, which was a fully animated uh, adult movie, mm-hmm. which I think is on our list. Um, I have seen it. It's, oh, it's rough. (laughs) Um, but again, it was kind of like the first fully animated movie for adults and adults only. That's not, I mean, okay. Besides like South Park Bigger. No, no, no. There's like movies from like the seventies and eighties that are, what's that one? Like something, the cat I'm talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Um, or, okay, fine. Well, 70s, 80s is still such a long time ago. I feel like, you know, they keep trying to to branch in or find different ways to make something new for adults that isn't just, you know, your typical movie. And maybe, you know, a couple of years from now, they'll take this concept of making puppetry movies for adults and making it work. Mm-hmm. Fritz the Cat? That might be it. Maybe. That sounds familiar. It had an X rating. Nice. So That was hard to get back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even upset that this movie's bad. Because it's not like I was super excited. Yeah, we didn't have high I hopes mean, for it. When I first sure. saw the trailer, the trailer was definitely a lot of sizzle. Yeah. And there was not a lot of steak with that sizzle <laughs> we found. But the trailer, I was like, oh, interesting. You know, they're like, oh, you know... No sesame, all street. I was like, oh snap, that's kind of clever. Like, yeah. I'm, oh, interesting. It's a, it's an R-rated, you know, adult yeah. 
And there was, like, a lot of kind of buzz around it just because Sesame Street, I think, did try to sue over that, saying, like, they can't, you can't call them whatever it was. Yeah, you can't say, you can't say that line. Say Sesame Street, yeah. Um, So we said at the beginning that this movie kind of fails because you think it's a comedy, and it's not a comedy. Right. And then this movie kind of fails just generally. Yeah. If... Some really good comedic minds had been involved in the writing of this movie, and it had been a full-fledged comedy with the story exactly how it is, but good jokes, good clever dialogue, would this be a successful movie? I think it would because, I mean, we watch Psych, the TV show, Mm -hmm. which is basically throwing these cop mystery whatever Yes. stereotypical things kind of on their head with making them funny. Yes. And, it, and a yeah. Lot of 80s references. Yeah, it could totally work. For <laughs> and, sure. And, and so, yeah, I agree. And in, uh, that leads me to say this movie's kind of a disservice. And it does, it's like we were saying, it's going to make it harder for the next one. Yeah. The next movie that's trying to kind of do this, take a family friendly kind of thing and make it edgy and funny and whatever. It's going to make it harder for that next one, but that doesn't mean that Hollywood shouldn't try Yeah. cool, unique takes on these kinds of movies, whether that be unique takes on detective mystery or, oh my gosh. or queen oh my takes gosh. on like zombie movie. Friend. Zombie movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got it. The puppets are immune to the zombie virus and all the humans are infected and we follow like a ragtag group of puppets trying to survive the zombie apocalypse. So basically the puppet walking dead. But like funny. Like okay. Shaun of the Dead with puppets. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. You're listening. If it's funny. Brian it's Henson. Be funny. Yes, it does and have so to be funny. I commend Brian Henson and the team over there. Team of puppeteers. <laughs> And whatnot. It was one trying. of the things I did appreciate too was towards the end, then the end credits, they kind of show how they did the puppetry. That was cool. It was awesome to see that. Like, I appreciated that just like I did at the end of Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, and where I, it's like, how did they do this? I thought like, about saying, when we were talking about the acting and you were talking about, you know, the whether it's the human actors or like the puppeteers, I thought about saying, like, it's a very cool skill set and a very they're very talented yeah for and sure so they definitely know their craft like you 100 percent believe that the puppet is a character like it's not right. it doesn't take you out of it it has I mean, you know they human move facial ex- they move puppet, like you have puppety, to, yeah but they have great facial expressions they have great body language like the, it's it the, really doesn't the director you know knowing how to frame it right it's yeah definitely there's skill there yeah and it's not like the human yeah the humans aren't like dominating the scene like the right. puppets are right there with them like so to on an even to explain field. more what she's saying at the end of the credits where they're showing how they do these they you got people with the puppeteers are wearing like green screen suits yeah those and, like head to toe body suits you know they've got screen. them and they've got puppeteers on like um so like, so, like, one puppeteer is, like, doing one hand and moving the leg on that side. The other puppeteer is doing the other hand with the leg on that side with, like, the stick. And then... They're going around on, like, yeah. on their back on, like, yeah. trolley And then a different puppeteer is doing, like, the face. Like, 
it's incredible, like the sheer choreography, I yes. guess you could say. It like is a the, lot of choreography. The collaboration required to bring these characters to life is really impressive. Right. I I think to end I wanna say I do like I like the Muppets and Puppets and whatever Sesame Street, they're all great whether they're being wholesome or whether they're trying to take it into this kind of more edgy adult realm. (laughs) I respect animation. I respect puppetry. I respect a lot of these. I mean, some of, some of the best movies that we've seen in recent times have been animated movies. Right. And I do want to see people like continue to try to yeah. make this art. Yeah, and especially you know? because, like, I feel like there have been so many great animated movies over the, you know, last hundred years or however long they've been around. There have been so many great uh, claymation movies. Oh, yeah. You know, you've got Chicken Run, you've got uh, Coraline, you've got Kubo and the Two Strings, you've got all the Wallace and Gromit movies. They're doing yeah. great things with those. But puppetry, I feel like, is something that just hasn't quite made it into... Well, and that's what, okay. Mainstream Hollywood. So I guess at this point, we mentioned the Dark Crystal. It's obviously also is puppets. That's an example. I See, that's a good example where somebody said, oh, this is so cool. And I love this world. And can we do more of that? Yeah, let's give it the backstory. He, you know, he, got, he was able to convince Netflix to you know let them make this show. And they wrote out of this show. And I'm not done watching it. I'm sure a lot of... Anyone listening, you know, it came on Netflix a while ago, so a lot of people have already watched it. But I love The Dark Crystal as a kid. I like the show a lot so far where it's going. And so I know that it is possible for people with great ideas to make great art with these crafts. And so please keep doing it. Just, you know, I just want... I don't hate this movie because of... The puppets and whatnot, even though, you know, we've harped on the kind of the world is weird, whatever. I just hate it because it's poorly executed. Like, I just want well-executed versions of these ideas. So, yes, there is a decent kernel of an okay, good movie in here. It's just not executed well. It needed better humor, better polish, better dialogue. So, I don't know what else to say other than... That story. Talking about puppet movies, I did actually just watch a... Everyone who follows us on Twitter knows I'm currently on a cheesy holiday romance movie binge right now. And I did watch one that also has puppetry. So the main character is a puppeteer who gets, like, fired from her puppet job. And, like, she dreams in puppets. So, like, she has, like, all these, like, dream sequences that are puppetry, like, in the movie. Um, and I feel like there, it plays weird, but yeah, Hollywood, bring, bring in more puppetry. Like, I think the world's but, ready for it. But do it good. Do, do it well. Do it well. Yeah. Do a good job. That's what I meant to yeah. say. Yeah. Do it good. Do it good. Do it good. Okay. <laughs> so Happy Time Murders. Yes, it's a one star movie. No, I would not recommend watching it. But yet you don't regret watching it. I don't regret watching it. I could weirdly... No, maybe not. I was almost going to say I could weirdly see this movie becoming like a cult movie (laughs) that people would really like, you know, in like 10 years. But I don't even know. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. So we'll check back in 10 years. Let's see if Jonathan was right. 
Thank you for listening to this week's One Star Bazaar. As always, you can reach out to us on social media to let us know what you think or what you'd like us to review next. Please rate and review if you're willing. It lets us know you're listening, and we greatly appreciate your feedback. Next week for our season two finale, we have lost our minds and we're going to do yet another murder mystery movie because why not? And because <laughs> this movie is literally entitled Murder Mystery. <laughs> yes, the Netflix original Murder Mystery. Starring Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. So join us next week. Yes.